Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Investment Macro Show. Uh, my name is Alex, and here is the things that we will cover on a daily basis. So we will be doing a show that will go over all the macro potential pitfalls and potential things to look out for when, when investing your money in the stock market, whether it be through individual stocks, mutual funds, index funds, your 401k, your pension, everything. And we will then also pick a stock of the day. I will give you my reasons and my thought process, and you guys can make come to your own conclusion if it's something that you guys are willing to invest in. So let's get started today. Today is April 23rd, the year 2020, and we are on day, I don't know, 110 of this coronavirus situation. Um, let's look at the markets today. The market is up today, 320. Uh, the NASDAQ is up about 117 and the S&P is up about 35.28. For those of you who aren't really that savvy with investing, let's go over a few things. One is the Dow Jones Industrial Compo Composites of Composes of 30 stocks, okay? So just 30 stocks. It is a price-weighted index. So what does that mean? Your larger per share price stocks have a bigger effect on the Dow Jones, Apple, uh, Boeing, stuff like that. Um, the S&P 500 is generally what everybody looks at as the major index components of, of, of all the companies, the top 500 companies in the United States. The NASDAQ is your technology-heavy type companies, Amazon, Google, Facebook, et cetera, et cetera. Okay? So there, there, there's, there's a brief little lesson as far as, as far as that's concerned. So let's go, let's, let's dive right in today. What was important about today? The unemployment numbers come out every Thursday, unemployment claims. And what that means is the number of people filing for unemployment services through the United States government today, the number print was 4.4 million. Uh, and it's been, it's, we're now, you know, close to 30 million, uh, in terms of unemployment numbers, starting you know four months ago uh, a month ago excuse me so that that's a huge number um but today the reason the market you and you ask why is the market up if that number is so high well the whisper number was four and a half million so 4.4 would be looked at as somewhat of a positive um so that's why the market is is up uh, this morning so another thing is the uh new york which has been the epicenter of the united states uh, uh coronavirus cases has somewhat plateaued and, and and is sort of falling off in terms of um, in, incubations, in terms of uh, hospitalizations, and and in terms of daily deaths. So that's that's been positive uh, for the market as far as that's concerned. So let's go through a couple of things. Um, macro wise, we're still dealing with the virus. I think you know there's a bunch of therapeutics out that potentially could be good for the market. So. It, for all my short players out there that are short, the market could be dangerous. Um, you know, if any kind of anything comes up with a positive with, say, remdesivir, which is the uh, drug that Gilead is saying is showing positive trials. If anything positive more comes out of that or positive news, the market will go up and the shorts, you know, it'll, it can rip your face off as far as that's concerned. So I'd be very careful if you're short the market. Okay. Um so let's let's talk about what you should do with your money. I think the most important part is you look at what your time horizon is. If you're retiring this year, next year, in the next two to three years, then obviously I think you have to be a little bit more prudent with your money, um, know what to buy. I would buy the blue chip type stocks. Um, the market is up 27 odd 8% for, 
from its lows on March 23rd when the market was down 34%. So we've almost retraced a, a, a large portion of that. Um, I don't think that we'll go back to retesting the lows. I know a lot of people on TV and a lot of people on the internet say that we'll retest the lows. I don't know that we'll retest the lows, but I do think that we will go another eight to 10%, possibly a little bit more down. And that's your opportunity to buy, in my opinion, um, if you have the cash. So I do want you guys to do keep a little bit of money fresh so you can buy. And if you're going to buy now, I would definitely buy quality companies. And when I talk about quality companies, I'm going to give you three quality companies that I completely believe that can be on the other side of this and continue to make money. So one is Microsoft, which I've talked about Um you know, if you're in our Discord chat, I've, I've talked about that. You know, preached about Microsoft being one of the best, at least best in breed. Uh, they're big on the cloud. They have a top-notch CEO, and I think the company is poised to kind of move past this. So we're at, sitting at around 174. Just two and a half weeks ago, I was recommending to buy the stock at 152. So if you would have done that, you would have made a significant pre increase just if you were to even sell today. Um, the second stock that I want to talk about that I think could be potentially very good is Facebook. Now, Facebook has been beaten up. It's gone all the way down as low as 160. It's now back up to 186. Um, with Snap's print number yesterday uh, of, of, of you know daily active users growing and with the this stay-at-home kind of thesis, um, I feel like Facebook is going to be a beneficiary. Now, keep in mind, and this is full disclosure, I personally do own the stock. Uh, it's one of my largest positions in my portfolio. But you do have to remember, ad sales are going to be virtually non-existent. Okay, So there are, the companies are not going to spend on ad sales. And this is how Facebook generates a, a, a large portion of the revenue. I'm going to give you just kind of an idea. They're expected to generate $70 billion in sales in terms of ad revenue. So that number, I'm not sure what will look like. Their earnings are in a couple of weeks, so we'll find out. But I do believe in the long-term thesis. They have Instagram, they have WhatsApp. So I do believe in the long-term. So if you have a five-year horizon, I do like Facebook as part of a core holding on your portfolio. And the third one is one that everybody probably owns, everybody talks about, um, is Apple. Um, obviously, you know, at 280 and some odd shit, it's already up, you know, what, 150% over the last year and a half. I do believe that with people at home, they're on their phones more. And when you're able to get out, you're going to go buy a new phone. They've just launched a cheaper iPhone for the emerging markets, the iPhone SE at $399. Um, you know, so I do believe Apple and, you know, with their services revenue so and the AirPods, everyone's buying AirPods and using AirPods, you see them on TV and stuff. So I do believe that Apple is as far as a long-term thesis could be. They all pay, they pay a dividend. Facebook does not, but Apple does pay a dividend. So, and Microsoft does as well. So I do feel like those are companies that, um, you know, could be on the other side of this and definitely are core holdings portfolio. So today I do want to talk about Starbucks. Okay. That's one of my favorite stocks. I've owned it for ever. Um, and continue to own it, continue to add. You really got it. If you got in at Starbucks around 60, when it fell all the way down to 60, it was down to 58, I believe, at the low uh, on March 23rd. You really made out because the stock now is you know upwards of 75 with a down day today. So here's a couple of reasons why I like Starbucks. One is, look, let's just be honest. No one's going to stop drinking coffee. Um, regardless of the world falls flat, coronavirus kills 90% of the population or whatever it is, coffee is, everyone's going to drink coffee. It's a staple in America. It's a staple in China. Their business in China is booming. It's a staple everywhere, overseas and everything. So no one's going to stop drinking coffee, $5 lattes, you know, whatever it may be. 
And if you've driven by a Starbucks that has a drive-thru, you you know how the lines are. People want their coffee. They'll still go out to get their coffee. doesn't matter if the world is ending. So I do think that for the next one to two quarters, I do think that they will struggle a little bit in that because, you know, because the stores were closed, but their stores are opening all back up in China. Once the stores all open in the United States, you will start to see the number move up in, I would say, Q3, Q4-ish. Okay. So, I do believe that Starbucks is one of those stocks that you 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 have to own if you're wanting to own these consumer type plays. Um, Starbucks is definitely one because at the end of the day, no one's going to stop drinking coffee. It won't matter what where the, what the status of the economy is. People will probably drink coffee before they pay their rent. So let's just be honest about that. As sad as that as sad as that sounds, that's the truth. So. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to uh, send. E- you can email me if you like, uh, and I will pr- provide everyone my email address. Um, or you can, if you're in our Discord chat, you can also, uh, you know, send me messages through that. I appreciate. It. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Uh, stay safe, guys.